Welcome to Helpful Goat Presents Tear Beyond the Doors, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign by Helpful Goat Gaming. We at Helpful Goat want to be very clear about something. Black lives matter. Systemic racism is real and pervasive, as evidenced by, among other things, the ongoing and infuriating lack of justice for black victims of police violence. Please support organizations that are working to dismantle systems of oppression. Support organizations that support black lives. Support black lives directly. For resources and a starting place, please see the links in our episode description. And as always, please be warned, this podcast may include adult situations and language. You know, the kind of language used by people who are heartbroken and enraged at the current state of the world, and occasionally channel that into their role-playing. You're welcome. A world nearly destroyed by a cataclysm. Saved by the actions of heroes long gone. A world that has survived, recovered, and even thrived. This is the world of Tyr. Here, the descendants of those heroes and the other survivors of the cataclysm have built great nations, the eight pillars that support the world. Nearly 1,500 years after the cataclysm, the world is one of relative calm. However, beneath this veneer of peace, great forces move. With every shift and shudder, they threaten to disrupt the delicate balance that keeps the pillars standing. Now, across the world, knowingly or not, people must become heroes, or the pillars will fall and Tear will be no more. Join us as we follow some of those heroes and see their struggles to keep their world from destruction. not prepared spells yet because you said we'd have time to prepare spells you will you okay will. good it's because when we land we're all going to be thrown in jail yep <laughs> in jail i feel like there's a very optimistic reading of a person called the Nightmaster is that he throws people in jail His version of jail could be different than my version of jail. Yeah, it could. You all sort of concentrate on the circle and on, on the patterns. You, even you, um, Viji, even though you don't really possess magical abilities, you're able to sort of meditate on. Okay, my cat has declared it is lap time. Um, you're able to meditate on the pattern of the lines and the symbols. Um, and there's, there's a beauty in them. And as you focus all of your minds on it, you all feel a little bit of pull um, at sort of your energy. Um, it doesn't feel like it's consuming spell slots uh, or key points for you, but that seems to be sort of what's fueling this circle. Um, and then there's a blinding flash of light and everyone give me so I'm trying to think first Sunny and Fiji give me uh, a wisdom check Rook and Neldor give me a charisma check saving throw or just, just check, a check check I rolled an 18. Seven. Sixteen. Six. Six from Vigi. Okay. Great. So, Rook and Vigi, you just sort of feel yourselves getting uh, pulled. This is going through a teleportation circle. Uh, Rook, you're a little bit familiar with such things. So, um, and it feels maybe just a little odd, but you're not able to sort of get a grasp on it. Sunny and Neldor, you're both able to feel a little more precisely 
what this may be. It is a teleportation circle, but it feels like the complexity of the circle is that there is an extra component to it. Um, you are not just transitioning through physical space. Um, you suspect now you are probably stepping across plane. Um, and you kind of grasp this in your mind and then you find yourself on a hill. The crystal. Is this a crystal and, I've met before? And yes, Sunny, this is a crystal you've met before. And you have a feeling... <laughs> Weird way to say it. ...much as before. And you feel yourself... ...much more clearly this time, but it's your feeling through this other presence. You are far below the surface, nestled into the heart of the ground itself, deep at the center of Tyr. You feel the burning fires of the core of the land, to you, it's warming, life-giving. And you feel yourself able to stretch your mind up, out, and around, much like before as you sort of flew across the surface, you can now sort of move through the earth itself. And we'll get to what you might want to do with that in just a second. The rest of you are also here. Disembodied. Spectral. And you see Sunny with what appears to be a shifting form of gems and dirt and flowers and rocks swirling around her. Yeah, yeah. Can we so, talk? Sunny? Yeah. Are you, what is this? Are you okay? What are we doing? Why am uh, I like this? The hell is happening? Can no, I hear them and see them? You can't see them. Uh, the rest of you... I don't think of how to say this. You can hear yourselves speak. You can kind of see the other shape, the other shades near you who you can recognize with like their mouths moving, but you can't hear anything. Make sense? We can't hear each other speak. Correct. Mm -hmm. We could just sort of see each other. Um, I start doing my like air, like <laughs> to see if they can see that. Rook, you are now 100% sure that the sort of larger shimmering shape near you is Vigi. <laughs> You will see the other shape, Rook, or uh, you're going to see Neldor. <laughs> you're pretty sure that that one is Neldor, yeah. Okay. And Sunny, what would you like to do? Hey, Crystal. I didn't think this is where I was supposed to be going. What, what am I doing here? I can feel everything. This is a waypoint. Your connection here to me fuels your connection to where you will go. Great. That's really great. Good to know. Um... Are you going to show me things like you did last time, or are we just hanging out? I'm going to go fix the corruption that you showed me, or I think I am. I hope I am. Maybe that's where I'm going. And as you sort of, like, think and speak on the corruption, incidentally, you all can hear Sunny speak. Um, you... You your mind sort of traveling through the earth comes across like this blazing tunnel that cuts through the soil and through the earth itself. And then you can feel it blossoming above the ground. You can feel the distortions, the wrongness in the land where it blossoms. And it burns like a fever as your sort of consciousness spreads over. 
this seems like why this thing I can feel is it seems like why the land is corrupted. It seems like that is very much connected to blighted lands. Like that blossoming on the surface feels like a blighted land. Can I feel where it is? That one in particular? There's Um, more than one? Well, just, I mean, like the thing you're sensing. You sense sort of a tunnel and an eruption of energy. Um, Give me a wisdom saving throw. Do that. Is this a nature check related to plants or beasts that I can see? No. You did roll a 25 on your wisdom save. Okay, well, that's good, too. <laughs> As you fish for the advantage, you, you focus your mind down. You, you sort of take control of it. You pull the perspective back up. Um, and yeah, that was, that was actually where you just were. Those were the blighted lands that surrounded Stone's Rest. Okay. And then you sort of force your 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 perspective back down and back through the earth, and you follow this this path this uh, of the sort of burning feeling, uh, and you find that it erupts again above the surface elsewhere, uh, and then you again duck back down and you follow it, and it seems like everywhere that it erupts that you're able to find with that very impressive 25 they're all connected what's the source there does not seem to precisely be a source like there's no hub in the middle of it it's just tunnels connecting them each one to the other No, I mean, there has to be, like, a source or a cause or something driving this. It can't just be a bunch of tunnels, magic magic blight tunnels, blighting the land that came from nothing. Trying to decide if... Yeah, you rolled a 25. You were looking for something and not finding it as you control your sort of spirit self very adroitly. You come to a sudden sort of instinct. If there's no source below the ground, maybe it didn't start below the ground. Can I see and sense things not in the ground? I thought everything I had sensed was related to the earth. Everything you've sensed is related to the earth, but you do know there are these points where it blossoms out, but maybe it originated surface and then tunneled down. Did we see anything in Stone's Rest that reminds me of this, reminds me of something doing that? No, there is nothing that reminds you of. You do know that Stone's Rest felt deeply magical. The fortress itself seemed to almost cut you off from earthen energies. Um, the basement was, or the, the sort of catacombs were not cut off from those energies, but they did also have that massive font of sort of undifferentiated potential magic energy. But you didn't feel anything like this from that. It, it's a little hard to tell. Okay, well, that's really cool, Crystal. Um, it's a lot of... It's actually like, I mean, like, like I can feel everything on the Earth, right? And I understand now what's causing this corruption. I don't understand where the hell it came from or what to do about it or how to find it when I'm not here in this space with the Crystal, with you, Crystal. But it's something... Um, what else can you tell me, Crystal? I know you're not really telling me. 
is this how is this related to the night master we do not understand such things as and with this you see your vision shimmer shift and fade and all of you feel pulled away and it feels very much like it did when the teleportation circle first activated um and perhaps you're pushing on um and viji you find yourself standing atop a hill set in a range of mountains the air is clear and clean the sky peaceful it's early in this mor- in the morning and you recognize this place it's a hill which is one of the places that you came to study you would travel to this hill each morning to meet with an older monk who had become your master and compared to the masters that you'd had before he seemed more skilled more wise and more understanding less interested in sort of rigorous dogma or this is the path and more in exploring what there is and as you sort of fully see the scene see the the clouds drifting out past one of the mountains you realize that you don't just remember this place you remember this morning this is the morning where as you went to meet with him uh you found his body sprawled on the rock very peaceful but all life gone from him and you remember you remember feeling a stirring in the air and for just a moment wondering like was that his spirit was that you know was this something and then sort of being mad at yourself that that doesn't happen it's another person gone and that was actually the last time that you really studied in an organized way after that you set out to travel and as you recognize this moment this moment of i feel a stirring you realize that you're looking at yourself you are looking at younger viji from a bit of a distance and you are now yourself viji as you are in the present more fully grown garbed as you are no longer in the robes of an initiative sort of this school of study and it takes you a moment to feel the presence next to you of your teacher who sort of looks back kindly old furbolg man now you have the other side of them you've come a long way young g does it feel to look back on the path uh so really quick so i'm not in the space where everyone else is anymore i just was suddenly transported to the hill you that's basically what you feel everyone else you can see young viji who you can recognize relatively easily and you can see a spectral figure of another viji talking to a spectral figure you can't recognize so viji and you might also realize i think you would be able to into it you've passed into this is your area the others may be here, but you know from your experience of having watched Sunny that they probably okay. can't talk to you because no one yeah. seemed to be able to hear you. Though yeah. the shadow figure you assumed to be Rook seemed excited when you did your uh, punching and exercise. So, um, so I guess I'll just kind of look around and um, kind of look amazed and then... say you know master what are what are we doing here what's what's happening what are we doing well 
were here because all those years ago when I died, we were here. So we must be here now. Otherwise, the whole thing won't make sense. Oh, well. He was a little know. flippant. Yeah. It's one of the yeah. reasons you liked him. Okay, well. Can we proceed in making sense? Or. Am I supposed to be. Fiji, Fiji, you know this. <laughs> the sense that you make must be your own. You're right. That's why you came to me. They were always interested in teaching you about the way, the enlightened, the path. But none of those paths felt right to you. No. And if it was the path to enlightenment and it didn't feel right to you, that it seems to me and cruel and I cannot believe that enlightenment is cruel your path will be yours because mine was mine hmm. I'm just thinking <laughs> just trying to take in the words and what they mean and um... and how goes the path Well, I definitely haven't found enlightenment. That's that's about you know, about all I can And are you looking for it? Seeking it? I know and I'm doing it in a different way this time. I'm doing it not through being alone and um sitting in meditation all day. And concentrating on, you know, seeking the actual enlightenment. I, this time I figured I'd try it by going out into the world and actually helping people. This feels a kind thing to do to me. And remember, if enlightenment is within us all, you must develop yourself so that you trust yourself. Within yourself is your enlightenment. And it seems to me that you have grown yourself into someone very trustworthy indeed. Thank you, Master. No thanks are required. It is you. And now this moment will have ended. Go. Trust yourself, young V. Remember, sometimes punching is the enlightened thing. I agree. <laughs> and again, you feel sort of this shift, this fade, this twisting. And Rook, you feel yourself sitting, this time fully aware that you are Mr. Wake, sitting in the same cell that you've in and at the same time rook you are standing next to your friends watching yourself in mr wake you feel both but you are somehow split but mr wake for you it has been months you have been confined though not badly treated you have been fed. Tethel comes and visits you essentially every day, bringing you food, talking with you. Over time, you, you ran out of sort of embellished stories and just began answering sort of her general questions about the world and about what was going on and about just things, benign things. Discussions of, yes, there are these bakeries at, you know, in town and they made nice pastries and all the things that you had sort of learned and picked up in your travels um, and now there's the familiar sound of the key turning in the door uh, 
and Tefl comes in. And for just a moment, you see the look on her face. see the sadness. And you're pretty sure you know what this is. Hello, Mr. Wake. Hello. How are you today? I don't... I don't know. Something on your mind, child? The elders have decided what is to be done with you. You do not respond to the interrogations. They have decided there is nothing more they can learn from you. Say they have learned nothing from you. But they feel it will be a, a risk to keep you here any longer. Well, that's for damn sure. I... I argued with them. I, I asked for you to be released. Or in somewhere else. Or, doesn't seem fair. No, it isn't. Things in my life really... I wouldn't want to start now. <laughs> you have told me much of the world. And I find myself doubting. Doubting what I am told by the elders. Doubting what I am told is our people's place in this world. It seems to me that what you describe is not a world that needs to be cleansed away, but a world of people living lives much like ours. Less changing appearances, but much like ours. Better pastry. <laughs> it's true. Thought about trying to break you out of here, but they know they watched me too closely. I thought for days now about what I can do. It's so unfair. In the end, this is all I can do. And you see her form shift and change and snap into your own appearance. And Rook, you can now feel your mind being drawn to this new Tefl, Mr. Wake. And you can feel the memories of this man as told to Tefl of suffusing this the knowledge of how to sneak how to pick locks how to get around people all of that sort of suffusing this changeling girl's mind and you can feel something very akin to what you when you become mr and now watching the original you hear it is time. You see the original sort of wry smile stand. And as your form fades, leaving only a young changeling girl sobbing, Mr. Wake, you undo your small earring small 
triangle on it. And you hand it to her and flick it with your fingernail and no sound emerges. And your last rite completed, walk out. And the girl takes it and very carefully winds it into a string of black beads. And as you are standing with your friends, you feel Mr. Wake's presence now beside you more than you ever have. And you feel him integrate with you more than you ever have. And then you're pulled on. And Neldor, you find yourself someplace familiar. Though again, this is a little unfortunate to use this exact piece of art. You find yourself in the library of Stronghold. Viji, you see a massive library, bookcases line the walls, uh, a small book sits open on a table in front of you, and you've, you've never, you've, you've seen libraries, though this one is quite impressive, but you've never seen this library. The rest of you all immediately recognize this as the library of Stronghold. Um, and yeah, you see a book in front of you, Neldor. Uh, and compared to before, where it's always been some sort of odd book you've never seen before, this is a book you're quite familiar with. It's the security officer's duty log. Just Boring. sitting on the table. Okay. <laughs> uh, I look around the room, see if there's anyone else or anything different out of the ordinary. As you look, you can see that sort of at the the edges of what should be the room where like there would be the next gallery of of case of bookshelves and all of that you can see it just sort of fades into mist or darkness which seems pretty similar to when you've seen these books before at these views before okay uh step to the table and touch the uh, the open book and as i touch are you there as you reach for the book, a hand almost appears out of nothing and sort of holds your wrist. Perhaps we don't need to have the very loud book yelling at us for him. And you turn and you see a tall figure wearing the robes of the conclave. Um, and he sort of will pull his hood back, and you see a much an older-looking human man. Do I know this man? You don't, but there's something about the the feeling of his spirit that feels very familiar. And he goes, "Yes, I, I think perhaps it would be beneficial for us to talk. Yes, us." And he's going to look. Back where all of you are. Come this way. I'll step forward. Mm-hmm. Me too. Wait, can he, like, see us? Yes, that's why I'm beckoning at you. And hear us. <laughs> There's like somebody behind me or something. But how? Who are you? I am Alum. I was a member of the Arcane Conclave, a defender of Stronghold, a magical researcher. Um. And I am the one who sealed his soul within the doors. Uh, uh, spoiler alert, and I'm going to point wherever VG is. <laughs> uh, you... Do you, do you understand who's here right now? I understand. You know? I to think... me? You're asking me? Or you're no, asking 
She's asking I'm, first oh, about you. Oh, okay, yeah. Right, yeah. I'm like, uh... I understand. <laughs> Your friend seems quite trustworthy overall, and besides, we both know that there is precious little for the doors to defend, don't we? We don't, like, know that. Maybe they're just sleeping somewhere and we can find them. Sunny, we looked everywhere. I just don't think they're dead. <laughs> but it does not matter anyway, because you see... It is good that an outsider would hear as well, because... I sealed myself inside the doors... Not merely to protect Stronghold, but to encourage Stronghold to protect the world. We grew too insular, too unconcerned with the fate of those outside. We believed that the world could burn, and we would be safe. Be. Existence be. So I devised a way to send others out so that they might see the world, because without seeing the world, they would not care for the world. My last choice was the three of you and one who is not here now. Yeah. To be fair, I didn't have a lot of choices left at that point. But you were good choices. Excuse me. Hey! I mean, out of all, the four of us, Ariel was the most determined to go. I more meant with the four of you versus the being the entire population of Stronghold. He's not wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, fine. So, you're awesome. You chose... Every time you chose who was going to go out into the world with no guidance, no information, no nothing, just, hey, you walk by the door and now you're lit up and guess what? Now you got to go out into the world. Do you understand what that did to our people? I'm going to point at Brooke and be like, they were frightened to walk anywhere near the door. It took me 20 minutes to get to the cafeteria. I'll be there. <laughs> and, and, and hold up. Wait, how come everybody else got their own individual vision and I get one and you bring everybody else in it and then you say that maybe the book shouldn't talk to us? How do you know who the book is? I, I need I information. Up in the air and I just go, you hear it just go, ooh. <laughs> nice. I brought you here because, or rather, I interjected what brought you here because I thought it would be valuable. The answer to your first set of questions, in fact, informs the second. When I sealed myself within the doors and I selected people, I was able to speak with them. I was able to speak with those that I chose, to see them quite clearly, to inspire them on their journeys, warn them of what dangers they might face, for I had some limited perspective on that world. You didn't do that with us. Yeah. Because over the century, the council prevented it. They sealed me and warded me, locked me away every... until all that I could do was the simple act of choosing. So, could you, like, could you see? Or did you just feel? More that. I could feel presences. I could feel energies. I could feel perhaps glimpses of outcome, but barely. Okay, I could hold up. See... Out I could... Glimpses of outcomes? So did you feel or glimpse the outcome of what happened? Why we came out and there were scorch marks and nobody? No. In, in the most recent years, my vision has been entirely obscure. 
I can only feel a person passing. I can only feel someone that I might be able to select. My visions of them, my, my understanding of them only occurs once I have selected them because then as they pass through the doors, they go through the wards that the council laid upon me. Why did the council do that? Because they wanted what they had and for no one else to have it. And that is why I stopped you. The book. So it is, is the, the story of Stronghold. Many voices are contained within it. Many minds, many thoughts, many words. But most of them, the vast majority, are endlessly bent towards preserving Stronghold. The world be damned. I'm going to side-eye the book. <laughs> and then look back at... It can't at... see you. Shall I thump it? It doesn't have corporeal form, so you'll do it no harm, but if it will make you feel better, by all means. You know, I'm kind of getting a smart mind to thump you right now, too. I also have no corporeal form, but if it will make you feel better, by all means. Naldor is extremely frustrated. <laughs> so this guy is the doors? Yeah. Yes. Sorry to have scared you so much. Uh, no, I mean, that's, that's okay. Do you know why we were left behind? And do you, I mean... I do not, I do not know. I'm, as I've said, my... Wait, wait, do you know where everyone else is? You're the doors, so you must have felt them going through you, right? Did others make it out? Before us? Before you... One named Lethereal left. Then one named Lethereal returned. Wait, what? One named Lethereal left. Okay. And then silence. Nothingness. Um, do and you have I a sense of time? Like, do you know how much time between these leaving and coming back and then leaving? No, it very, very murky. Whatever it is that has begun to affect me, I do not think it is the wards that the council has put, but I do not know. I have existed for a very long time, and am very tired. Please, this world deserves saving. This world deserves things that we know. Do not leave. It all. What? What do you expect of us? Not fully. That is not my plan. You know. But perhaps it starts in small things. Do lists helping people, getting back a friend. I can say, as I have some amount of connection, one thing to you, Neldorva, that you might appreciate. Ariel Run still lives. Do you know where she is? Not precisely, but I know you are going closer to her. You are passing through this place on a way somewhere else. That place is closer to her. 
I am sorry, I cannot. Hmm. Then maybe we get going now, Dor? Did you need to read the book or anything? You know, at this point in time, I don't know what the point of this vision experience trip is. I thought it was to talk to the book, which before you ask Rook, yes, I've talked to the book several times. Okay. But then this dude showed up and brought you all in here. And the only thing I know for a fact is that he says Ariel is alive and That's what matters most to me right now. What so, is what is the book that you talk to? I I've never actually seen the title page. The first time I tried to set the world on fire. That's the night Ariel left. So as you can imagine, I feel very responsible. But not really cuz it really wasn't my fault. It was a dream. Yeah. Um, and we'll look at you. And he's going to reach back and his sort of spectral hand will power through the book itself and pull all the way and it flops to what you would recognize as the first page of the logbook. And you look down and you see in very antiquated handwriting. Story of the hold. Plural? Plural. So then I'm going to look at this guy. Are there more doors? Do not know. I no direct contact. How many holds are there? Or were created. Were they all like ours? I do not know. I was like you, born and raised in strong. Can I see the binding of the book at all? Like the cover? It looks like uh, it looks like a, the security office's like duty officer log. It doesn't look like a book that Mister Wake knows. No. Okay. That was a very specific ornate book. This is sort of a yeah cheap. It's meant to be filed after like a month. Okay. Cool. 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 Are you okay, Naldor? I mean, is this... Is that... Are, are you learning about Stronghold, or...? I gotta be honest with you, Rook. I don't know what I'm learning at this moment. Just... I mean... There are other holds? There are other Strongholds? I... I... I don't know. I... How do we get out of this place? Uh, you're gonna sort of see the figure collapsing. Um, it seems like it took a lot of energy to do that, which kind of makes sense to you based on your previous experiences of trying to turn the pages of the book. And you feel your consciousness fading and sort of, again, whipping through space and planes themselves. Um, and now you find yourself mm -hmm. standing in a teleportation circle with Dallin on his knees retching. Oh yeah, where was he the whole time? Was he I with forgot about him. 
no, no. Uh, you he all feel listen. perfectly fine. He's yeah. like heaving his guts out. So oh, they're there, little guy. Oh, that was awful. Sorry. Just walk it off. You'll be fine. Yeah. How are you all not dying? <laughs> we're strong. I, maybe it's because we're magic. I mean, we're not. No, we're not. Ma- are we still? Does he know we're magic? Definitely uh, magic. I'm fuck it. <laughs> it's the final episode. <laughs> Tell everyone. <laughs> and you find yourself in a oddly lit purple stone room and around you you feel intensely the power of blight what does it feel like it feels as if the energy is being drained from you as you stand and as you stand, the items that you're carrying, Neldor, your swords, Sunny and Rook, your staves, mm-hmm. and uh, Viji, your umbrella, sort of flicker and glow with a bit of mm-hmm. light. Um, and as that light sort of falls on you all, you feel a little less drained. Mm. And let's take a quick mm. break here. Get up, mm. stretch, grab a snack. I'm sure nothing absolutely horrifying is about to happen. Violin sting, just, you know, trying to really give a lie to that. So, uh, yeah, everyone, stand up, stretch your legs as we enter the next phase of this finale of Tear Beyond the Doors. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Wish us luck. This has been Helpful Goat Gaming Presents Tear Beyond the Doors. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this and would like more, please consider rating and reviewing the podcast, listening to our long-form campaign on the podcast, Goats and Dragons, catching us on twitch.tv slash helpfulgoat, and on Twitter, at helpfulgoat. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you next time.